Hello and welcome to today's podcast, Digitally Transforming Project Execution from Hexagon. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Brian, and today we'll be discussing how digital transformation is changing the way EPC companies execute complex projects. Guest hosting today's episode is Jay Schwartz, VP Strategy and Enablement at Hexagon's Asset Lifecycle Intelligence Division. Hi, I'm Jay Schwartz with Hexagon ALI, and I'm going to take just a moment and let you, Lauren, uh, introduce yourself and your role at Fluor. Tell us a little bit about what you do there at Fluor uh, for us. Yeah, thanks, Jay. Yeah, yeah my name's Lauren Jensen at Fluor in uh, the Calgary office. Um, my current role over the last um, four or five years has been the global data manager for uh, CSA. So that's uh, concrete, steel, and, uh, and uh, civil. So we've been heavily working on building a global data standard within FLIR to feed all our consumers and that we could have standard rates and subcontract unit rates and pricing um, put against that standard, but also implemented in all our core tools like Smart3D and um, in our feed projects as well. So we can pass that to our consumers and just have consistent projects uh, within FLIR. My background has been in engineering for probably 30 some years. And the last 15 years, I work heavily in automation, but still on the engineering side. Hmm, very good. Thank you, Lauren. Vijay, tell us about yourself at Lamprell. Thank you. Uh, so my name is Vijay. I'm working as a digital transformation manager with Lamprell. Uh, I will go with the, I will just introduce about the Lamprell. Lamprell is a EPCI contractor with 46 plus years of experience. And we are a leading EPCI contractor for onshore and offshore oil and gas projects, marine uh, industry segment, as well as renewable energy industry segment. Uh, as a digital transformation manager, my role is like execution of the project and operation, uh, information management, digital twin, structural integrity uh, management, a digital twin, which are physics-based or data-driven digital twins. Uh, we have done the partnership with a couple of partners for developing like the rotating equipment, uh, digital twins. We are active into data analytics space. We are exploring industrial dataverse and connected, integrated, you know, like the delivery of the project. Very good. Thank you, gentlemen. Well, you know, both of your companies are into the digital transformation process and you're coming from similar uh, backgrounds, but I'm sure you're at different uh, points in your journey of digital transformation. So a couple of topics that we thought would be very interesting to hear from you fellows on today. So the first one that I'd like to maybe Vijay let you speak to first is what roadblocks have you experienced when digitally transforming an EPC project execution? One of the major roadblock is adopt, adoption of the digital solutions. So there is like a mindset, like change is required. Uh, people are actually skeptical about, you know, like how this digital transformation will affect me personally first, you know, like before they are trying to realize the benefits of the digital transformation. So, and then like the second thing is like, uh, which are the processes, workflows you want to digitize and digitalize, you know, like, and what will be, you know, like the uh, benefits of digit, like digital transformation of you know, like the so you have to identify low low hanging fruits first okay we have to identify the pain points why we are doing this digital transformation so to start with you know like the biggest thing is for us we have specific client requirements to 
execute the project and operation information digital transformation. So, uh, you know, like there are requirements like data residency. So we had to have like, you know, on-premise setup. Then it has added pros and cons because with the cloud-based solutions, you have like access to, you know, like you can quickly implement the uh, digital twin solutions. The second thing is like, you know, in EPCI project, you have different stakeholders. Each stakeholder has a, his own budget, his deliverables, and uh, they are not bothered about, you know, like because they are having limited resources, execute the project, you know, like, and they're, once they produce like engineering issues, the drawings and data that has to be, you know, like that, that is required for issuance of PO, for the procurement, they have to, so everybody is after their own actually activities. And so they are working in silos. So now uh, making them understood how the digital twin or digital transformation solution will benefit them, uh, that is also a challenge uh, until unless they realize themselves about how it helps them. So this setup of the integration environment, okay? So integration of the digital twin, we adopted Hexa on SDX software, we have complete hexagon suit of software. So in engineering, we use Smart 3D, Smart 2D, uh, but then we have to integrate with the SDX. So we have to use SPF. So mapping of the, you know, like the data or, or properties, classes, attributes from Smart 3D to Smart, uh, from Smart 2D, validation of these engineering data coming from different tools, 3D models, you know, like the uh, tags, nomenclature. So, those things like establishing that common framework and getting the data into SDX and then also connecting the data from the non-engineering systems like document management system, ERP system, your model management warehouse systems. Well, you kind of have two areas, right? You have the area of the bringing the village together, that are, that the people side of this, yeah. bringing the village together and understanding how they're going to participate and why they should participate. And then the other side of the equation for you is the technology because you're bringing all of the different silos, having to connect those silos together to execute the transformation. So it's kind of two sides of the discussion. Yeah, we have to break those barriers, you know. Like exactly. That is the main thing. And uh, yeah. on the top okay. of that, you know, like uh, we also have a client on the other side. You see, like if you implement digital twin solutions during the operation and maintenance space when the asset is handed over to the client, there is a different ball game, but in the EPCI project, everything is fluid, dynamic, changing. Right. You know, like there are change in scopes. Sure. So uh, to execute and meet these requirements and like when digital twin solutions like actually starts making the, uh, delivering the end results, you know, like I can actually understand the, you know, like the project performance, project like, you know, uh, progress, cost, schedule, risk, value, you know, like uh, quality of the e stakeholder, then there is a, again different type of reaction, you know. Like uh, then there is a resistance to adopt to digital solutions. Just more of the people yeah. issues, right? Yeah. So, Lauren at Fluor, had what 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 is it for you at Fluor that you see as big barriers, challenges for you there? Yeah, the roadblocks we have had. We, we are focusing more on building a digital twin right now because we have the data standardization in place. Um, so now we're building digital twins to align with that standard. But when we put our engineering, uh, detailed engineering out for bid for say fabrication or with our subcontracts. We used to, on the bid list, they qualify them by having price, schedule, uh, technical capabilities. But we've introduced now in the last few years, they're also their data capabilities, their big data cap capabilities. Right. So if a subcontractor is not able to say, 
um, receive a, a structural steel model without drawings. Um, we actually give them a sample for the bid pre-qualifying. If they're not able to provide that background level of quality that we need, they would possibly not be on the bid list. Mm. So we find that getting very involved up front with big data at the contract contract award stage mm-hmm. has uh, really helped the industry, us, and I think helped our, our subcontractors to understand that if you want to move down this road of you know data-centric execution and big data, we need to have our contractors um, involved, but also at the contract level, not just through your IT people or your software right. automation people or your tools even. It has to be at the contract level. Definitely, like VJ said, the confidence in uh, big data is a bit different because if you don't have a drawing or a sketch or something to look at, mm-hmm. to look at a big data, um, it, it's difficult to show people that it truly is there. So to have non-proprietary software, like software with SCD, it's an SQL database that everything's open. We can do a lot of reporting, graphs, charts automatically to show our engineers that confidence level that your yeah, data is yeah. sitting here. Um, the one pitfall that we are working with right now is our clients who are not, maybe are not exposed to big data as heavily as engineering is because we're building you know mm-hmm. digital twins we're doing global data standardization our clients can't review the simple document they did in right. the past right yeah. so that you know we have a smart plant review but even it doesn't have enough rich data in it so mm-hmm. um it, it it is a people a human factor right now it's kind of the roadblocks Gotcha. Yeah. I appreciate the contracting too. That's a, that's a big deal. And again, like I said with VJ, you know, there's a village that it takes to, to execute a project and that's partners within your companies where you're partnering with other engineering firms, but it's also those suppliers, those fabricators, those other people that need to participate. Really good guys. Well, let's move on to another topic here. So what are the biggest benefits digital transformation is bringing to your daily work and how about on an organizational level? So, Lauren, let's go to you. Let's pitch that to you first. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, definitely in the last few years, I think what it's done is it provides clarity. Because um, on, on in engineering, you're trying to show communicate your intent of what you're trying to build or what you're trying to design. And a lot of times, say on a drawing or just in simple reporting, it's hard to interpret that. But with a digital twin model, um, Everybody that looks at it, the client or the fabricator or even the engineering manager, um, the clarity is there. You know exactly what it is. So the digital twin or the you know data transformation has given given clarity to everyone. And what we've done is now provided everyone access, like viewing access only to the model at any time, mm-hmm. and also the ability to get reports from the model at any time. Um, in the past, you'd have to request a report. Maybe a day later, you'll get that report. Now with the digital transformation, it's immediate. So we have these dashboards that are available through web-based browsers. And every, you know, couple hours, they refresh. And whoever you are, you can get a report from um, the model. So that accessibility to data has really um, built confidence um, in in what we do in the engineering. And also it's given engineering the ability to focus more on the, the hard challenges, right? Right. Put more value engineering cycles into the design, right? Yep. yep. It's kind of the single source of truth cliche, right? Now you've got a true single source of truth there. Yeah. DJ, tell us uh, where, where Lamprell sits with that question. I will just take the lead from the, like, you know, single source of truth. It is a very catchy term, you know, like, but uh, what it really means, you know, when in the EPCI projects, it starts with engineering. Engineering is the biggest data source. 
but they, they are working in silos. They are actually developing 3D models, 2D drawings, smart deliverables. Uh, but the other stakeholders during this APCI phase, first it starts with engineering, but procurement, you know, like, uh, like you have material warehouse, production, QAQC, welding, you know, like uh, pre-commissioning, completions, your subcontractors, they don't have access to the engineering data till engineering is completed. So what like Digital Twin or SDX service collaborate with engineering and every stakeholder in the project has access to the data yeah. from the day one. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, And the data is another, the biggest advantage. So you have the right information at the right time. So it gives you a lot of like, means like advantages. So like uh, just take the case of the document management system uh, during the execution of the like PCI projects you generate during the peak phase of the project, hundreds or even thousands of documents. Mm -hmm. You have limited number of document control team and they can't transmit these documents, correct? Right. Yep. But what you do is like, you know, Exxon SDX has advanced document management system. Sure. We have actually has advanced workflows. So we have completely uh, automated that workflow. And now like the document originator just place the document into the folder and the complete workflow takes place. We eliminated 95% of the manual intervention. So the, the, the moment document is copied, within two or three minutes, document is actually getting distributed to the, our clients or, you know, like reviewers or approvers. So it takes, say, like, a, typically it takes, like, say, 21 to 48 days for the document turnaround. But now, because of the SDX advanced workflows, we can actually complete this document turnaround from 48, 21 to 48 days to say a couple of minutes. Fantastic. And if yeah, the reviewer is available and like, and if he does the review in the say like next, next two, two or three hours or say maybe two to three hours. So now, you know, like that complete document turnaround time is reduced from say 42 days to say like two to three days. So it actually positively impact the complete EPCI project schedule. Another thing is like, because now information is accessible mm -hmm. because as Lauren has said, like we have web client, correct? So we have actually given the reach of the SDX to the, like to the bottom of these uh, ecosystem, like, you know, ecosystem is like workers or supervisors. So now they are accessing this SDX either from the tablets or mobiles and they understand which, which is the document. In earlier case, what happens, it takes say like, 14 days for passing the documents to the, you know, a transmittal of the documents. By that time, engineering is issuing another revision of the documents. So production is working on the earlier revision. So there is obviously rework, you know, like, right, right. so these are the typical issues and there is a lot of, all the processes are manual. So you, you, you have like, you know, like what digital transformation does is like you reduce those manual barriers, manual interventions, you, and then you relieve the, people from doing those like repetitive tasks, uh, non-productive tasks, I would rather say, and enable them to focusing on the productive tasks, which is the main thing, you know, like the, yeah. so document control's job is to like. So what I'm hearing, kind of hearing both of you guys say is obviously there's acceleration. Yep. A massive, big acceleration, right? And then the other thing I'm hearing is quality. Okay. I'm hearing that come through in all the different use cases that you're sharing with us, right? 
two fantastic yeah. points here. And one other thing, Jay, that does just listening to what VJ was saying is it provides traceability. When we create, say, an object at a feed stage, we model something at feed. Yeah. When it goes to detailed engineering, when it goes to the fabricator, we actually can track that GUID, that, that right. individual item, all the way back. So when there's revision, um, we have full revision control now right. at, at the All data that traceability. level. Yeah, and um, it, it's almost like DNA. Um, every item we ha touch has DNA to it, and we can track it, which is you know, we powerful. never had that ability before. Ever. Very powerful. I will just add one point. Yep. What Lawrence had told, like you know, just take the case of the red line markup. So, previously, what happens is like the, the production guys who are using the doing the red line markup, they are not aware whether this is the latest drawing or not. But with SDX, you have those smart workflows, if by mistake, if even if the production supervisor is selecting, say, revision two instead of revision three, it immediately gives a message saying that, hey, this is not the latest revision and it will not allow you to do red line markup. So now like amount of, just imagine that guy has to go toil into the, you know, like uh, go to the site, he has to check the site changes, does and he, at the end of the day, he's saying, if he realized that this is not the right revision, then what happens is, you know, like, Poor guy has to went back. Uh, like, so what digital solutions does is like, it doesn't like, it gives that transparency, you know, like access to the information and like it positively impact your project quality, project delivery, cost, budget, you know, like. Beautiful. Okay. All right. Let's see if we can get one more in real quick. Uh, another question here. What role does having technology partners in digital transformation, what role do they play for you guys? Do you use uh, technology partners to help you with this transformation journey there, Lauren? Well, when you mention technology partners, you mean like your yourself, Jay? Or yep. In, the, in that role? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's actually a really key point because up to this point, we're using file-based systems uh, unless we've been using Smart3D for many years. But once we're outside of the Smart3D system, we're, we're in a file-based world. Um, so our technology partners are... Uh, critical in big data because they can ensure that that data that we're trying to communicate to our subcontractors, to our clients, to, you know, to the regional authority for stamping requirements or for permitting, um, they can make that network larger for us. Um, we're not able to write the software. We're not able to talk to you know, the, all the divisions around the world and get them to participate in this. So the technology partners in big data actually become even more important than file-based systems because with the file-based system, anybody can write that software, deploy it onto a project and, and generate a file. But uh, what you have to do with that file becomes very complicated, especially if it's proprietary, um, where with data-centric execution and Hexagon, um, it, it, to incorporate more people into the you know, the village, um, that, that's Hexagon's um, strength, I yeah. would say, right? Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, VJ. Yeah, so technology partners, like, plays the role of the accelerators, okay? So, like, in our case, like, when we started the world, we don't know ABCD of the Hexagon. So we have, actually, we have to execute this digital twin within the given EPCI project schedule, and we must adopt this digital transformation solution. So if you have to reach those goals, you have to have like, you know, the smart guys from the Exagon to help us and to, otherwise it is very difficult and the technology is disruptive, you know, like it is changing at such a such rapid a pace, rate, you know, yeah. like it, and you, and digital transformation solutions, you know, like if you have to make sense out of it, you, you have to have those technology partners, particularly from Exagon. 
our experience is excellent hexagon ui team has supported us very well we are very new into the uh, this uh, like you know epci project this is the first epci project for our client also to implement the digital twin solutions and without technology partners it is difficult you know like yeah. and it is you have limited budget limited resources resources is also issue sure in the digital transformation solution sure so you need to have those right resources those can come from the technology partners they have right. the you know, like the yeah really Great good job. jay vj and lauren thank you so much appreciate you all joining us today and taking the time Jay Schwartz, VP Strategy and Enablement at Hexagon's Asset Lifecycle Intelligence Division. Lauren Jensen, Global Data Manager at Fluor. And Vijay Mali, Digital Transformation Manager for Lamprell. Thank you so much for joining us and listening. We really appreciate it. You can get more information over at hexagon.com. Have a wonderful day.